0: Welcome to The Nine Podcast, where we take a look at topics that crop up around our work and in insight and strategy. Here, we are learning more about what it means to be human and how to improve the human condition. If we know who we are, why aren't we acting like it? This is the question that has come to mind for all sorts of reasons, personally, you know, I've watched my own behaviors get away from who I would hope that I am. Um, and in watching the drama of the American election unfold, you know, we hear all the time, this is not who we are. And, of course, uh, in the work that I do with a number of brands, uh, the brand will tell me who they think they are, uh, and yet we can look at the way they are behaving, the types of messages they put out, the products they put out, and services and whatnot, and you can see a gap pretty easily. And it, it also puts me in mind of a Maya Angelou quote. Let me make sure I don't uh, butcher this. She says, when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. People know themselves much better than you do. Now, I know I'm going out on a thin limb, (laughs) disagreeing at least partially with what Maya Angelou has said. But I don't think it's necessarily true that people do know themselves much better than you do people lack that perspective to see their behaviors uh, out in that sort of naked daylight, right, without any sort of internal explanation behind them. I think sometimes uh, by observing another person's behavior or a brand's behavior or a democracy's behavior, you have, in some ways, a clearer line of sight than does the person or brand or government uh, into who they are uh, themselves. So um, I think what I'd like to lay out here in this episode is the idea that for brands as for humans... Uh, the difference between essential identity or sacred identity and recurring behaviors is significant. Um, I don't believe that people are the sum total of their actions any more than brands are the sum total of their actions. I do believe that there's something else in there, something else sacred. Um, think in your own life. How many times have you said to yourself, why did I do that? Or uh, why do I keep doing that? Right? Is every single one of your actions always through intent? Is everything you do intentional? Well, of course not. And, And are those accidents accurate depictions of who you are? starts to get fuzzy, doesn't it? Now, we all make mistakes. Some of us get into patterns of mistakes, and some of these patterns can last an entire lifetime. So how do we dig our heels into the dirt? How do we put our eyes onto that guiding star and make the change or the changes that bring our behaviors into alignment with our identity? Uh, That mention of the word star... Reminds me of something I saw from Susan Kane recently. The, she's the author of that seminally influential book, Quiet. If you haven't read it, I recommend you, that you do. But she suggested that when we are out of alignment, we should open up a new document and at the top of it, write the words or type the words if you're... Um, Doing this, doing this digitally, write the words true north and keep looking at those words and start to write down what matters. What, what matters to you, not to anyone else, but what really matters to you. And I thought that was interesting because what she's injecting into this gap between identity and behaviors is this idea of the sacred, Um, this idea of this sort of stillness at the center of all of us. Another way to think about this, and I've sort of been ruminating on it, is what if we organized our behaviors into a few categories one category might be tendencies. These are things that we do from time to time. We just find ourselves doing it, or maybe we're tempted to do it. Another would be habits, things that we do uh, without necessarily intending to do them, but we do them regularly, right? So that might be uh, biting your nails, uh, or um, what's another one? Uh, could be, uh, you know, leaving your keys in the same place all the time. It's just, you don't even think about it. It's just what you do. Um, And the third category might be uh, intentional efforts. I might lump routine into that. But these are things that you want to do, you intend to do, you know that you have to do it, and so you, you make up your mind to do it. So those categories would be tendencies, habits and intentional efforts. And then once you've organized your behaviors into those categories, ask these questions. Does this behavior grow me? Does it connect me more deeply into my nature? That's that first question. Does it, basically, is it good for me? Um, Secondly, in what contexts does this behavior show up and why? because obviously context uh, dramatically informs the way we behave. And thirdly, maybe most importantly, what aspect of who I am is showing up in this behavior, and also what aspects might be missing? What of me is absent in these behaviors, right? As I look across my tendencies, as I look across my habits as I look across my intentional efforts, what aspects might be missing? And once we get some deep reflection on that content, I think it's smart to set behavioral guardrails with clear explanations behind those guardrails, to set behavioral targets with clear explanations of what's behind those targets. Those explanations build a more intentional identity, a growing identity, a dynamic one, an identity that shows the world who we are becoming. It shows us who, are, who we are becoming. Uh, there was a quote uh, by another poet, uh, not Maya Angelou, <laughs> a poet, Richard Blanco. And he said, we are always becoming. It never stops. And I think this applies to individuals. I think it applies to brands. I think it applies to government. This difference between identity and behavior, this gap, right if we know who we are, why aren't we acting like it? It's such an important question. I'll leave you with this uh, quote from Dexter Palmer from his novel, Version Control. Being is always becoming. People change and stay the same. What is true for our bodies is also true for selves. Even the most honest person has many faces, none of which are false. Thanks for listening to The Nine Podcast. To learn more about Nine, check out our site at ixcompany.com. Hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe and tell a friend.